0: Well, we can, we can start with that story. Give her while I still have energy. Oh, well you got an extra 24 hours to build <laughs> your energy, sir. Dude, I
1: crashed so hard last night. Uh, what was I doing? Uh, I don't know. It was like nine o'clock or something. And I was so tired. I just, I, I went to the couch. No, I was at my desk and I couldn't be bothered to, uh, I was doing the head bobs, looking at some videos, went to the couch, passed out. Next thing I know, it's five in the morning. (laughs) That is something went upstairs to bed till eight. Holy mackerel. I was exhausted from having no sleep over two days, man. That was a weird spell. Um, let me tell you something.
0: Mm, having naps make, during uh, the day will kill your now? sleep. Having naps will kill
1: you. Well, that's what's doing it. I wasn't having naps. Um, what happened was they today? Friday. So we worked Wednesday, Thursday this week, Tuesday night. I went to bed at eleven thirty. Uh woke up at three o'clock in the morning, couldn't go back to sleep. So I went downstairs on the couch and made a coffee and watched The French Connection with uh, Gene Hackman. So that was delightful. Watched that till five, made breakfast and went to work. And then Wednesday night, I thought, all right, I woke up super early today. I'm exhausted. I can easily get a good sleep. Nope, went to bed at eleven. Um, went to bed at eleven, woke up at one, tossed and turned, went back down to the couch, and actually fell asleep till five. So two nights of crappy sleep will will run. Even if you have a superhuman body like mine, it will run you down.
0: Well, I'm just saying, maybe naps, I'm not saying people have naps, but definitely naps will affect your your nightly sleep. But I've been having bad sleeps too, not any naps involved at all there, we know that to be true. So, anywho, let's get this thing started. Do you mind if I introduce the show for
1: people who don't know? Why do you have YouTube number one beside your... Because I had to make my title better than yours. You're trying to be funny. <laughs> Welcome everybody
0: to STC pod. This is a start to continue podcast, a weekly show that me and my partner, Joe over there have put together for, can you believe it? 283 episodes.
1: Suck it retro fan or er, retro Fandango.
0: <laughs> I had uh, accidentally had 183 in the title oh. and even that seemed huge. No, we are 283 times. We've been doing this. You think uh, we'd tell, uh, tell Kevin again, how many episodes it is two hundred and eighty three episodes you think we would be able to get this straight one of these times uh, but uh
1: if we keep keep doing it for another five years we might surpass his uh dvd blu-ray collection of 800
0: ah someone listened to a
1: retro Fandango podcast (laughs)
0: hey did you do the math in your head like i did when he mentioned no i was uh, gonna do
1: that i was gonna say it for the show um, let's do it right now. Cause I got my uh, calculator here. This is our friend, in? uh,
0: Kevin from uh, retro Fandango podcast.
1: Our mortal enemy.
0: No, no. Our good friend, he was talking about his Blu-ray collection, which he didn't want to mention the amount of titles he had, but it was substantial.
1: Um, so if we do 800 times five minimum, That's, right?
0: Yeah, that is rock bottom cheapest
1: that's 4,000 <laughs> uh, that's lovely and we know those uh special editions don't aren't five let's go 9.99 you
0: you can't do 10 times 800
1: mm-hmm. well we'll give them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt that's uh 7,900 that's
0: good that's oh. good that's Joe money right there let me take mm-hmm. a second and say hi to the people in the chat who have shown up we got Techno Dork of course producer Jay and my buddy Duke from Retro Nantes has shown up and uh, we got Sam Agnew has shown up he's asked me a question what's your favorite vault package that you own that's a tough one that's a tough one uh, the vault package he's talking about my uh, third man records uh, quarterly record club i belong to and uh i remember the trout mask replica album was jam-packed with so much stuff it was incredible it came with like a a tote bag this record that had this crazy like fish scale uh pressing it it was wild Uh, there was a patch in it there's stickers it was so much stuff (sighs) anyways, that was a wild one. That was crazy. Now, Joe as well, if we watch his YouTube channel, my life and collecting, it's also a big record collector. However, has not appeared on our weekly record vinyl live stream. And I've asked you several times, let's get, let me get, let me lay it down for the folks. I asked you to come on and you said, I will not because of the thumbnail. And I said, what's the matter with the thumbnail? Joe says, because you're all smiling on the thumbnail and I can't look at it. So I don't know if you noticed, I even changed the thumbnail where everyone is scowling. I saw that. So you had no excuse not to come in. What was the problem with that
1: thumbnail? You're all wearing bandanas.
0: Well, that's what we got to do or Bandy gets no. upset. You don't want to get Bandy mad at you,
1: man. Why? You don't have to coffee him. Just be yourselves. I want to be Matt Bandy. What are you talking about?
0: <sighs> That's See, Joe's mad. Cause I idolize someone other than Joe for this moment. No,
1: I don't want to be idolized. I want to be left alone. <laughs> I want to be left alone.
0: Hey, that vinyl show is getting exciting. I'm down to the A's now started oh. at Zed. I'm all the way down to the A's but there's still plenty more to come. Dramatic Uh, pause. Yeah. Is this a technical issue or?
1: No, I was just like, I got nothing to say about that.
0: I know you guys have thought we'd be broadcasting yesterday, but uh, Joe called an audible during our lunch walk that day.
1: No, I naturally assumed we were going to do it on Friday anyway.
0: Oh, we booked it though a week in advance. So we knew we would no, you, record on no, Thursday to release on Friday.
1: You booked it a week in advance. And you well, Who knew I was going to have two crappy nights of sleep? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, he's, then this is like 10 hours before the recording. I can't do it. I'm too tired.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause I have to come too home, tired. take care of the kids, have dinner. I got no time to unwind. And then I got to jump into this thing. This
0: is to unwind. This is no. like, you're supposed to get pleasure out of this. It's
1: a uh, stressful man. I it's have nothing stress stre- in
0: my life. It'll be stressful today for you. Cause I don't, I forgot all the awesome stuff I had to talk to you about.
1: Well, we could talk about my awesome stuff of nothing.
0: There's a promo right there.
1: 80s movies in Kevin's collection. And we already talked about that and how much it cost. Um, See French connection. I already mentioned that one. Did I tell you I watched, um, I'm plowing through all those, the, the 20 plus movies I have on my PVR for some reason.
0: Well, that's no, you haven't, but that's so, good. Did you think about joining up that letter program? Like I told you. So you can keep track
1: of what I watch. Yeah. I know what I watch.
0: Mm. And then you can like jot down some notes instantly about your initial impressions. That's what
1: my phone is for. And then you
0: can go back to see, you know, when you saw it and, yeah, know, it's, it's, it's cool. Letterboxd. You can no. follow me on there. My name is, uh, Bilco Prod on there. Look for that. B-I-L-C-O Prod.
1: Letterboxd. I'm not interested in seeing what other people think about movies. So now I've moved on to uh, strangers on a train. A little bit of uh, Alfred Hitchcock action. Love it. I know I've seen it before. I can't remember when it's probably like back when I was working at Blockbuster and you know, I was in my Hitchcock phase. Didn't see it in the theater. No, I'm not that old. Yeah.
0: But you um, say that about things.
1: <laughs> I forgot how much I hated uh, the uh, the rich guy in this movie,
0: the tennis pro. Did you no, buy I, it? No,
1: the other guy? The guy who's trying to kill his dad to get all his money. The guy who thought of the idea.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, he had money, right?
1: I forgot about that. Well, his, his parents are rich, but he hates his dad, so he wants his dad mm. out of the way. And you know, then the tennis pro was trying to divorce uh, his current wife, who is sleeping around with another guy and carrying the other guy's baby. But when you first see her, she's got these big Coke ring, Coke rim uh, thick glasses. It's like, expecting someone hot and and you got this well maybe she was hot for the day i don't know but whatever anyway um i am not enjoying it as much as i thought it would i guess i liked it more when i first saw it but i'm gonna push through it and then um yeah maybe maybe watch some other hitchcock stuff i got on there i'm sure that that
0: that gets going. Cause you know what you said, mentioned about the, the, the girlfriend, I don't even remember that scene. You know, I always remember the other, the tension in the back half of that movie. So I think that's more where the weight of the movie is on the back half. I just could never buy
1: that guy as an athlete. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got, uh, I don't know. I guess he was a pretty boy for back then. He's got big lips. That's all I can, best way to describe him. He's got, I don't know what what you call him. Thick lips. Okay.
0: Yeah, and he played like the puss in Rope. So
1: I I just can't picture him. Oh, shit, you're right. That's right. Couldn't remember why I recognized his face other than being in that movie. He was in Rope. I like Rope more than Strangers in a Train.
0: I think we argued. Did we argue about rope last last episode?
1: No. Most we'll argue yeah, about it? That's well, because
0: awesome. you were saying it was like uh, they stopped doing the single shot thing. They did halfway through. I'm not getting into it with you again.
1: <laughs> this is nothing to get into. I'm gonna watch it again because I got that I actually have on DVD. Are the Hitchcock movies on Blu-ray? Oh, they, they got to be. Hmm. I don't that's, have good Kev,
0: that's a good Kevin question right there.
1: No, let's not ask him.
0: <laughs> um, Producer Jay is asking what you're
1: drinking. Is it Brio? And, um. Hello? Did I tell you I watched that Dave Chappelle 846? What are you drinking? Where are you, where are you looking? What I'm looking at the audience going... i'm talking to you what are you drinking coke show it no stereotypes
0: exist for a reason
1: okay glass all right you can't tell the difference between brio and fucking coke in a glass brio is great though if you get it in the glass bottles like the small glass bottles
0: i don't think i've ever had it before in my life it's an acquired taste
1: we never bought it. Um, what did I say? Oh yeah, the did Chapelle. you see that Dave Chappelle thing? Eight four six. I did. What'd you think of that? Pretty good, right? Yeah, I know people
0: are calling it brilliant and everything, but I, I just want to laugh.
1: Well, he there were a couple. He still uh, sprinkled it sparsely with a couple. Laughs to break up the the tension of, uh, which is part of the genius too, right? Yeah. You can't sit and watch this thing for 22 minutes and, and just be bashed in the head over and over with the seriousness of it and and what it really. Siri turned on when I said seriousness. Go away, Siri. With the seriousness of the whole uh, situation, right? So that's part of his genius. He it back for one second here and there, and then uh, delves back into, uh, you know, what it was all about. I love that guy, man. Saw him once, and that was it, when he came to Toronto. Who did you
0: go with to see Dave
1: <sighs> Chappelle? Um, my buddy. Who? Well, you don't know him. My buddy, Sean. All right. What year was that? God knows. It was uh, definitely after the spell show. Okay. I'd have to uh, find sorry. the ticket.
0: Sorry. For, yeah. uh, for the audience, I, I have to quiz Joe on these statements just to make sure everything is truthful. You got you to gotta figure it out. You got to wade through the
1: minefield. So what? Why would I make that up? Yeah. I so don't I saw know. Him. I was lucky why enough to get a ticket to see him when he came to Toronto.
0: Some of the things you say, like movies you saw in the theater, make yeah. no sense. No, so it it you, makes just, sense.
1: you just yeah, have to follow up. I don't believe well, that there's a period in time where I literally was seeing a movie or two a week. Because that's all there was to do.
0: Yeah. Not when you were 11. I,
1: I can't see right, yeah, you. Not when I was 11.
0: But some of those movies, if you check the year,
1: it appears no. you were eleven. Name one?
0: I I can't right now. But we've been through this for two hundred eighty three episodes. You'll say something like, uh, "I don't know the the MASH movie. I saw that in the theater."
1: What? No, well, I was really, <laughs> the first time I saw that was on um, RCA Laserdisc. Remember that, that, that disc player that you bought, the RCA one? My parents had uh, the MASH movie oh, on you, it.
0: You mean the CED player? Yeah. Video disc. The video disc. Yeah, not laser disc. Same thing. No. Not at all. One's on
1: vinyl records. Had, the other uh, one's the MASH and Gandhi. And those were the two they first purchased. Like how many discs was Gandhi on? I want to say two, but you got to remember those discs, uh, they were two sided, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when one side was done, you'd shove the big thing in, pull it out and then shove it back in upside down again. Yeah. Uh, mash was definitely one disc. Yeah. I think Gandhi was the only one that was two discs. I think they still have the mash one, or maybe I, I, I took it and brought it here for some reason. The cover was super cool. I remember that.
0: Well, your life is in collecting.
1: As Kevin says, I'm the purest collector. He knows.
0: Oh, I forgot I, about that. The Fandango. That's why you listened to it. Cause you knew they went on about you. They fawned over you for what? 25 minutes.
1: You mean two minutes. How did that? How did you feel about all that? And you bashed me while they were doing it too. Who did? Stop! Prom- you did. Stop promoting that that channel. I wasn't on that show. There, you were in the chat the entire time. Hey, hello. really? Yes. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> thanks, Listen, partner. Do you want,
0: why don't you give your channel? Give that announcement about your channel right now. Well, I got a second, about your big contest that you oh, came yeah. up with on your Huge own, contest. you tol- totally came up with that on your own.
1: You, well, no other people have done that. I got a, I'm doing a giveaway. So when we hit 800 subs, uh, I've got a rather large transformer to give away, uh, the transformer siege Jetfire, which is a pretty amazing figure. When we I'm, get to 800 who's we yeah, as a, as a group. Me and the oh. subscribers, oh, they're family. That's good. And we're a team, anyway. It's uh, the odds are pretty good right now because you know, yeah, if you don't, uh, you have to tell me that you're subbed. If you don't, you're not in, but you don't actually have to be subbed, you just tell you. No, I check to see if you're subbed. How How are you going to check that? I pull up my subscribers list.
0: Do you? do that every night before you go to bed?
1: No, I do it as um, <laughs> as they tell me that they're sub. Most of them, I, you know, I'll recognize the names here and there and then the odd oh, one. Oh my
0: God. It's funny because it was the week before, maybe the day before, I mentioned on this channel how a contest was brewing, a subscriber contest. When we get to a thousand, I will be having a contest giving away Multiple copies of my, uh, doubles from my CD collection when we hit a thousand and then the what? Ne- my CD, if you watch my, uh, looking through the Bob shelves, going through the, uh, 30 year collection, you'll see all the doubles I've collected over the years and they will be given away as a thousand subscriber contest. And doubles
1: then the next of CDs, and then the next day, Joe's like, guess what? Contest. <laughs> I don't watch your show. I don't know. Here we go. Why don't you give away some of your vinyl with that too, man. No one cares about the CDs.
0: I'm sure they do. These are the, uh, the bootleg series CDs. They're like, uh, expensive to get. And, uh, they come with booklets and they're collector editions.
1: Why do you have doubles? Uh, Well. Let's delve into this, uh, psychology here.
0: Um, no, there's no weirdness or, uh, compulsion. Well, yeah, it was actually,
1: you knew you had them. No, and I didn't actually. Got another one. I, I got it. I,
0: I actually got a huge stash of, uh, CDs. Oh, I'll be like Joe. A fan sent me, uh, a package. Really? Yeah. A fan. No, Luke, Luke got a little package for me. I don't know where he got all this stuff, but it was like a box full of like 20 to 30 CDs, all of Bob's CDs. And, uh, so I thanked him profusely. And then when I just recently went through the whole collection, uh, there was probably six or seven doubles all in perfect, perfect condition. So maybe we'll pass that along to the viewership. If we make a thousand subscribers.
1: What if you're not into Bob Dylan?
0: Well, that's a shame because they're, they're getting a lot of Bob content on this channel right now. That's for sure. Mm. Lots of live shows pumping out. I I don't know why it's against your religion to see what's happening on this channel every now and again.
1: I'm just not into uh, Bob Dylan
0: like you are well, that's not the only thing that's on here. I just, uh, you know, put out tracks of Clapton and, uh, other stuff. Yeah. And that's great. Keep doing it. Well, you could check it out.
1: Passive aggressive. (laughs) I will not
0: support you.
1: No, I could check it out if I was, if I had time or I was in. Oh, you don't have time to like, just click on it while you're at work, hit the thumbs
0: up and get out. That would be too much work. Oh, yeah.
1: Let me check the, your history on my channel first.
0: Oh, uh, Kevin's ears were burning. Too bad he missed the Uh-oh. whole Joe chat on uh, fan. Uh, he'll,
1: he'll have to go back. He'll have to he'll listen.
0: Have to go back. Well, wow, what's he doing up so late? This is past his bedtime.
1: What do you mean? He doesn't go to work till oh yeah he's doing day shifts now right he can't stay awake he doesn't past work tomorrow, though. it doesn't
0: matter he gets up at 5 a.m every day like old man hey i got home today and there was four packages at my door four packages i felt like the q dogs
1: well i wish i had money to buy all the stuff that you were buying
0: well, it was necessary stuff. In fact, the, um, I got the, you know, the stylish masks came in, mm. the fabric masks. And that's, that's good. Cause I was going to sp- supposedly take like 15 days to get here. I got here in like three days. So that was from, I found them at Costco. If anyone's looking in Canada, Costco is selling, um, fabric masks and, uh, Tilly is making them. Canadians know Tilly as a high end,
1: uh, Clothier. Wow, is that is that a little bit snobbish that you have to buy Tilly? Well, I know
0: I'm getting quality, although they are made in China. Tilly never, mm. Chile has never in their whole history outsourced their uh, manufacturing of clothes, but they said due to this whole thing, we are uh, having to outsource to China for the masks. So, but they must meet some kind of
1: But didn't it originate, didn't all this originate in China?
0: (laughs) So, so anyways, if anyone's interested, Costco, Canada, you can get four masks for 25 bucks and they're made from Tilly. They're multi-layered they have a little, little pocket in them. You can slide a little extra filterage inside of them. And, uh, I think that's the, that's the best price I've seen. I mean you can go to Amazon, but all of the masks that Amazon have, they all get bad reviews. They're all like this doesn't fit. it's too small. it's uh, threads are pouring out of it. so that's why I end up going with uh, trying this out. It's difficult with masks, right? you can't it's not like you can go anywhere and try them on see if it fits your head. So yeah, well, it's just gotta go around your mouth. Well, no, everyone's face is a different size.
1: Just finished that Coke and I'm pouring the the Guinness into it with the rest of the ice. See how that tastes. I had to go out and run a bunch of errands today. I'm sick and tired of people. They all they all get in my way. What what were your errands? Uh, I had to go to two different pool stores, and then I hit up uh, V Squared, deal with the fucking white trash there. And then I had to go to yep. Sherwin Williams Paint, and then I had to go to Superstore. And then I had to go to the LCBO, and then I had to go to the beer store, and then I finally went home.
0: There's probably four of those items that you didn't
1: actually have to do. I was that so, a beer? I was that a beer? Don't eat it. Um, the Sherwell Williams so I was grabbing some stain because I have to paint something. Uh, Superstore I had to get uh, Father's Day card, so I hope you feel bad about that one. Um. I had to get the water tested. Okay. I didn't have to, and then I didn't have to do V squared, but I like, uh, it was on, it was in the area. So I just quick pop in.
0: I actually had to do V squared today. I had no choice. Because? Oh, how was my day? Thanks for asking Joe. Let me fill you in. You should know I've been telling you about this ordeal. I'm going to have to go through today for two weeks. So I would have thought the first question you'd ask me what? today is how did it go today? But no.
1: Oh yeah. I forgot. You went and got your windshield uh, <laughs> fixed. No, I got, I got my days all mixed up. Sorry.
0: That's why I
1: said like, when
0: you wanted to push the record Friday, I'm like, well, see Friday, I'm going to be tired though. Cause I'm going to
1: have this whole thing to deal with. And no. Joe's like, well, no, there's, that's, there's not a you, you had problem. It. no. <laughs> Getting your windshield fixed and you just sitting somewhere is th- how is that exhausting?
0: One, you're not allowed to sit anywhere. This was the big problem, right? You're not allowed to. Uh, no congregation anywhere due to the current situation. So I didn't know what was going to happen. Um. So I got the windshield fixed from my glass guy here in my town. They actually came and got it and did it and then brought it back. So that was really nice. And, uh, but it needed to be calibrated. The, you know, the cameras in the glass and all that. And I did get OEM glass, by the way, I know you were concerned about that. Um, but my dealership in my town is so unorganized, messed up. You just can't get in there. Plus I needed all my maintenance done too: oil change, rear differential fluid, all that came due all at the same time and you just try to make an appointment at the dealership in my town and it comes up, yeah, look um mid August we should be okay. Oh, yeah, that that'll work. So I have to drive down to the next town, which is New Market, and they can get me in within the week. So we're going to get the windows calibrated, we're going to get all that maintenance done. Uh the problem is there's uh, no waiting room, that's closed off and As of earlier in the week, there was not even shuttle to take you anywhere. And this dealership is kind of on the outskirts of town, nowhere near anything, not that you could like go and sit in a diner or anything because diners aren't happening. So I didn't know what I was going to do, but I drove down there and like the whole drive through maintenance thing, that's all closed off. You know, you got to park and you get out and then where the drive-through maintenance is, that's all just one giant kind of banquet table. And they line people up and get you checked in that way. And so they've really cut down their appointments into like one at a time. So uh, I got in there and it turned out that they were, they set up a little seating area outside, like lawn chairs with one big lawn yard umbrella kind of thing. But it was like 40 degrees like crazy hot. And so I don't like, I don't know if I can last this long. He's like, well, I can't give you any indication of how long this is going to take due to this situation. I'm like, ballpark it. Is it two hours, three hours? What is it? He's like, I, we, we are not allowed to say because we are short staff and you know, the, we just don't know. (laughs) Like, Oh, great. I'm like okay so what am i going to do is there a shuttle or anything he's like yeah actually we are doing the shuttle now oh okay good 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 so i decide to take the shuttle to uh, value village and not knowing how long this is going to take i'm just like i'm going to slow this value village trip down to a crawl i'm going to check every single item in the store had my mask um, trying to maintain distance people uh, i you know the people you see you find in there it, it's something else it's something else i'd say maybe a quarter of the shoppers were wearing masks mm. and i love it I when you start talking to you dude there was <laughs> that's, this that's lo- my favorite there was this one idiot he's kind of like an aloof kind of guy kind of hip looking older and he's walking i he's yeah. I was in there for a long time. So I knew everyone in the store and he'd made the laps a couple times. And one of the laps he walked by and he's saying out loud, he's like, oh, time for the COVID warning time for the COVID warning, like making fun of the PA announcements or whatever. And then he saw one thing that was in my cart and he's like, oh, that." That'll that's, that's a good collector's item right there. I bet you that'll be worth a lot of money. I just keep on walking. I'm just like, yeah, hopefully. And then I stop at the end cap of an aisle looking at something. And then he sidles back up. He says, yeah, put that on eBay, probably get a hundred bucks for it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then he gets closer into whisper territory because he wants to whisper to me now during this whole situation, he sidles up enough to whisper And he goes, yeah, some Korean's going to buy that. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) That hilarious. It made no sense. I, I picked up a, uh, an old rod hockey game, right? One from the seventies metal. Like this thing is beautiful, except it's this giant hulking rod hockey game. You know, you know, with the players on the rods, you move them up and down the ice and shoot the puck. And I'm wondering, how am I going to get this back to the dealership or how am I going to walk around, you know, this strip mall? Cause I was, there's other stuff in that strip mall where value villages. I'm like, I got to get this. And then I'm walking around the uh, electronics area and there, there's a really good tape player there, a Sony dual cassette player, you know, that would sit in a, in a, you know, stand up situation. And it actually fully worked. Finding one of those that works nowadays is pretty rare. The the mechanisms are always wore out. This thing works. I got to grab that too. You know, that's heavy. And then I found a book that I wanted and I found some games. Anyways, I had a ton of stuff and I had this problem of, I still have hours to spend walking around that plaza and I can't walk around with all this crap but I can't leave it there. Like that rod hockey game that could be valued depending on how well it cleans up between a hundred and $250 modestly. So I didn't want to leave it there for those asshole sharks. That'll get it. So I went to the front and I talked to, you know, a manager, I got this problem. I'm here killing time. My car's in the shop down the road. Uh, but I want to buy this stuff, but I can't take it with me right now. I won't be any later than four o'clock this afternoon. And she's like, "Oh, uh, I guess," because I wanted them to just hold it for me. I'll buy it, put it behind the counter, just for a little while. And she's like, "Let me ask another manager just to make sure." And the other manager sh- shut me right down. She's like, "Nope, we can't during the present situation. Ca- can't have more clutter around." So we, we definitely can't hold that for you. I'm like, I'm, I'm paying for it. It'll, you know, I'll buy it. It just needs to just, I, I have no car. Let me tell you, if you don't have a car during this whole present situation, you're screwed, man. You can't get takeout food. You can't shop. <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous. So uh, after a while, I just couldn't spend any more time in that Valley village. So I went, I decided to buy it all and hoof it around. And I bought one of their stupid Valley village bags to put the heavy stuff in. And I hoof this rod hockey game. And I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just find a piece of grass or something and just sit on it and wait around. And the skies opened up with rain and thunder. The likes no one has ever seen before instantly went dark lightning Like God was punishing me. I had to run across the street and there was a little carport with a covered area. I had to shelter in there like a homeless person. (sighs) I'm telling you, did you get rain today? Like, remember the forecast said sunny all weekend.
1: Yeah, it was beautiful, man.
0: Oh no, it rained here in my town and in Newmarket quite, quite heavily.
1: No, we're not supposed to get rain till Tuesday.
0: Everything comes up, Joe, sunshine, wherever that guy walks. I tell you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I would love your luck for that's one right. day.
1: Well, you found uh, apparently a rather nice retro hockey table. So there you go. Can't see if stuff yeah. doesn't come up for you.
0: Well, that's, it's gotta be cleaned somehow and good luck finding a box to fit that. And I don't know if it, all the parts are there either. So I had to take a chance on it. I took a chance on it. What games did you find? Uh, there were some Wii games there, actually. There was <laughs> uh, Zelda Twilight Princess and um, a Mario Galaxy. And, um, something else I can't remember, but then when I got to the front, they started using, they're using the glass now and using behind the counter to put expensive stuff. And there was a Mar- uh, Mario maker game for the Wii or was it the Wii U? Hmm. No, it's for the Wii U, right? Yeah. For the Wii U. And that was back there. So well, let me take a look. See what that is. It probably got 40 bucks on it or something. They only had $12 on it. So I'm like, I'll take that. So like, okay, Uh, you ready to check out? I'm like, no, I still have like an hour to kill. I'm going to walk around a bit more. She's like, oh, well, I'm going to have to put it back. I'm like, well, can you put it under the counter so no one else buys it? She's like, no, uh, there's no holds for anyone. I'm like, well, um, (laughs) what, what do you want me to do? I said, well, I have other games here and that's only $12. Is it really that risky for me to have it in my cart? She's like, I'm not supposed to do that because it's a, you know, someone might steal the game if they take. I'm like, well, I got games here. Do you want to take these and put them back? Because these games are just as expensive as that game. Anyway, she finally said, oh, it's only 12 bucks. Take it. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These places drive me crazy. I don't know how you go there five times a day. I don't go five times a day. I,
1: I don't have the constitution, man. I'm too busy.
0: And go
1: once a day deal with the freaking trash yeah it was fun
0: finding stuff again though
1: <laughs> So what's the plan for the weekend? We've got two lovely days off technically three but well um, me and the little kid.
0: The youngest there, what's she, uh, eight or nine or something? We've been watching the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, did we're going to watch the third one this weekend. Did I talk about that last week? Yeah. Look
1: look what I'm asking. Um, she's loving gonna, them,
0: right? So I definitely foresee us watching the third one this weekend.
1: Well, we're watching the third one this weekend.
0: Are you sure you think are you sure you think he's up to it cuz you like to put these restrictions on your kids without like thinking about what they actually think about
1: things. We have to finish it off man. We watched the first two. What are you talking about? Okay.
0: Good. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I have to I brought this up on the uh on the vinyl collection show that appears on this channel by the way. I was asking Kevin cuz I'm watching these Blu-rays through my Xbox 1 and uh, the audio's getting all all wacky like it it wasn't sending DTS audio to my amplifier which was not cool because I love DTS so I changed so I looked it up and changed some settings on the Xbox one you're supposed to just send a bit stream from the Xbox one straight to the amp and once I did that the uh, lip sync was off so I think I'm just going to say, piss on it not watch movies through the Xbox one and uh, put the Blu-ray player back in the mix. So I got to dig that out and uh, get that back into the chain somehow.
1: Why don't you run it on your PS4?
0: Uh, Cause we want to watch it in the basement that has the projector and the surround sound. Cause if you're watching Lord of the Rings, you've got to blast that surround sound that makes so much of the movie So amazing. Say it again. Sorry, what
1: I was reading the chat and I can't do two things, (laughs) but you get mad at me. I know what'd you say? No, I you broke up
0: the the audio in Lord of the Rings is so much of that movie to me, like There's a few movies when I think of them, I think of the audio first and yeah, the visuals are great in Lord of the Rings, but the way the audio is mixed, it's so powerful. There's it, it literally, uh, puts shivers down your spine, that audio. So I love having the audio, right? The kids begged me a few times to turn it down. I'm like, what are you my kid or not? We want it loud. You don't want it quieter. You want it to shake your seat. So I definitely want to get it right for the third movie. Cause I remember there's a scene where I think where they come up to the black gate, like the two hobbits and there's, there's like a guardhouse or something. And there's a huge shrieking noise, right? And that shrieking noise should make your ears bleed if you got your audio right. So I definitely don't want to miss that opportunity.
1: Do you remember that? The shrieking at the guardhouse. Why can't you just watch stuff normally? Come on. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Shrieking. There's lots of shrieking going on.
0: It's like um, you know that War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise, which is yeah. kind of not not a great movie, but the audio in it is so good. Like just blast that those energy beams that the things shoot are just. It's just riveting. It's so frustrating that movie went so bad. The kids ruined it. The
1: kids did, uh, yeah, the, both the kids did the son. the sun, really annoying. And then, uh, Dakota Fanning. Just, she was very whiny, oh. whiny and whiny and asked too many questions. Why are you doing this dad? Why, why, why are you doing this? Why, why, yeah. why? Oh.
0: It didn't ramp up tension at all. It just made me angry. From an otherwise like blockbuster movie. It was so good. The audio was so good. Uh, Jay's reminding us in the chat that one of the Lord of the Rings actors just passed away. Ian Holm. I think it was 88. And uh, he appeared briefly in that. Um, what's his face? Uh, Josh Gads show. Remember, I told you to watch his. Uh,
1: yeah, I watched most of it.
0: They they did a Lord of the Rings one where they all got back together, and that's what really made me want to watch the movies again, because it was awesome. And his most recent one was a Ghostbusters reunion, which was good, but I, I, what is the story with Rick Moranis? Like, you get everyone back for this uh, reunion, no Rick Moranis? Like, what, what is... It just seems weird. It's just weird. Or does he not even have a webcam? Maybe that's it. Or he Maybe just not care. He's in a log cabin somewhere. No, it's like for something like that, come on. And they're making massive boatloads of money for charity. Like you can do it. If they can get Bill Murray, go through all the hoops to get him, schedule what him to show doing? up. Well, he's living his life, having fun. It's very difficult to get him because he's, Mm. he's doing stuff. He's
1: doing Bill Murray stuff. So much, so much in demand. You don't Check this out. I just don't care.
0: Audience. Check this out.
1: You know how all the sports teams are, uh, the hockey teams are getting back to their training.
0: Well, I don't, I don't think hockey is. Are they? Yes. Okay. Go
1: ahead. So it goes, uh, sports illustrated through a tweet up, uh, the Tampa Bay lightning shut down their Florida training facility after team members and personnel tested positive for COVID. Yeah. And right. then the NHL put out a statement, uh, 11 confirmed positives in the NHL league, uh, league will not release names of those players. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. I love it, man. Well, oh, Florida, Florida is what is with Florida. <laughs> um, and then what else was there? Blah, blah, blah. On Friday, Florida's Department of Health confirmed 3,800 new cases, breaking the state's previous record for most new confirmed cases in a single day. Elsewhere in the area, Philadelphia Phillies said that five players and three staff members tested positive after visiting their spring training facility in Clearwater, Florida. Get out. Ah, damn. Too, well, good thing I don't care about hockey. I think baseball season is going to be done, though, because the players and... and uh, owners can't come to agreement in terms of what they're going to get paid and how many games they're going to play.
0: At least you don't need to
1: train to play baseball so they could just go. Well, you do. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad. Cause this way I don't have to deal with my stupid uh, fantasy baseball team. I'm, I'm sure. glad too.
0: <laughs> then I don't have to deal with you dealing with your stupid but... fantasy baseball. So we all I've had the
1: best. I've had the best team for five years plus.
0: No, you actually haven't had the best. I don't know if you want to look up definition of the best. Well,
1: the best players I have. Yes. My team was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Just because I keep coming in second and third. It's fine for me, man. It's still good money. I'll take it. I've had the best team. No, it's not the best team. What's your team name, by the way? (laughs) I've got the best name too. What's your team name? Ben Stroken. It's the best name. Brilliant. Because if you admit that you don't do it, you're a liar. <laughs> What's that got to do with baseball? I uh-uh. Oh, Jesus. What does anything got to do with baseball?
0: On your PVR, does the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood exist on
1: there? No, because it wasn't on the um it wasn't on the movie channels. Yeah, it has. It's premiered. Not when I saw it.
0: What? It's premiered. That means it's done. It's happened.
1: Yeah, not when I was going through and recording what movies I've recorded. It okay. wasn't in there. Otherwise I would have recorded it. Well, you can grab it on but the, if, uh, the sort It's it's gonna be on demand anyway. Yeah. I don't like watching stuff on demand. I like being surprised and going through the movie. I go through my movie channel package and then the decade movie channels. (laughs) And that's the beauty of it. You're like, holy shit. I haven't seen that forever. Hit record. It's the fun of it, man.
0: You're still playing it back. You can still do that and say, okay, but instead of recording on the PVR, I'm just going to record in my head that it's there on Crave. But that reminds me of another question I wanted to revisit with you as I was driving today, Joe pops in my head because I, I try and figure out these things with him. I'm driving in the vehicle. Like I said, the uh, calibration of the windshield wasn't done right. Right. So they're like, you you can't use cruise. Don't expect the lane keeping to happen. All right.
1: I thought you said they calibrated it Uh,
0: on, on my way down. As I was to get it done, I had to take the highway down. Oh, and so I'm not on cruise for this 30, 40 minute highway drive.
1: Yeah. Like, you're a complete control of your vehicle the way it should be.
0: I'm like, this is such a drag. I just want to take my foot off the gas. Oh, Kevin says private parts is on the 90s channel right now. I got to find that. Wow. That normally doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah, but
1: the 90s channels, that's not uh, free at the moment.
0: That's right. Maybe. They're gone. Shit. Kevin gets all the channels anyways.
1: So I'm like, I only, what? I only grab Kevin. I only grab them when they're, um, when they do like their bi-monthly free promo of those channels. Yes. He gets
0: that. Anyway, go on.
1: So you're so driving I'm, like a normal person, the way you should be. And I'm be thinking and like, your
0: and I'm wavering within five kilometers an hour, right here and there, as I'm listening to the radio no, or whatever. Just, and, and I'm like, Oh, I'm like these people that I get pissed off with that can't maintain speed because they refuse to use their, uh, cruise control. And I'm like, don't know how
1: to use proper weight of their foot on the pedal to maintain the same speed, which is super (sighs) easy when you're traveling straight on a flat highway. So I'm like, wait a minute. This is ringing a bell of someone
0: who's crazy like this, that. Chooses never to use. And I said, I'm going to definitely sit down with joe and ask him again explain to me how his life is better or he is a better man for not using cruise control
1: no i'm a, am a better driver because i'm able to maintain that same speed you know what i doubt that's i, I, I doubt to,
0: that's happening
1: i know how to feather doubt, my pedal i doubt that's happening let me me real. my finger up too i know how to fe- <laughs> Take a still shot of this i know how to feather my pedal and keep the speed consistent within one kilometer.
0: How often do you drive a f- let's say 30 minutes on the highway?
1: Every day. Well,
0: Never. that is not true. What are you talking about? You don't drive 30 minutes on the highway. Well, it's like a 20 minute drive. It's 15, 15 20 minutes. minutes. Now we're okay, down to whatever. 15. Look at that. Sold down to 15. Shake my hand. And that drive is within traffic. So you would not use cruise control anyways. So no, I, I, when I'm,
1: when I, I'm driving, it's not stop and go traffic. I would I just, get to work. Around. And you definitely don't drive in traffic that never stops. You say you're always okay. dealing with traffic
0: yeah I, and i hate it when i'm not okay. able to use my cruise control like so let's being... look at the benefits of cruise control again better gas mileage it's well, better well, how, no engine.
1: how is the better gas mileage when i can do the same thing with my foot and keep it at the proper speed limit because we don't believe you are
0: we don't believe you're going the same proper speed i think you're Off and on, which is worse gas mileage, harder on the engine. And if everyone, if everyone on the highway used cruise control, there would be no traffic jams. We would all be moving at pace.
1: No, because people would still put their foot on the brake to to disable the uh, cruise control and then have to reactivate it. Or if someone's merging on the highway... And you can't move over, then you have to put your foot on the brake to allow no, no. them merge in front of you. Because they're when that they're merging, the... they're merging at the at a slower speed. That is
0: another mistake. It is not your job to help them merge. It's their job to find a hole.
1: So no, you have to allow them on. You cannot. That is not from... true. You want to
0: bet? I'll bet you a hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. No, I don't know a is... hundred bucks. you cannot prevent someone from you cannot prevent someone from merging onto the highway you have to allow them to merge on i'm
0: you can't be a dick and like slow down and like obviously pace them so they can't get on but you are to maintain speed and they are to find a hole the onus is on them to merge into the hole not that is why highways slow down is because people throw the brakes on
1: and what if you're in the situation where you're uh, bumper-to-bumper traffic, how do they get on? And I don't mean bumper-to-bumper slow. I mean, like you're you're in a train traveling at a good speed on the highway. At what point do they merge in between the vehicles unless someone slows down and let them in? There's going to be a hole. Is there? Because they That's have a limited right. amount of space to merge. That's And there's no I mean- hole at the moment. That's so why someone there's an acceleration has lane. What are you talking about?
0: The acceleration Someone's, lane. And I'm
1: saying there's no gap for them to move in. So someone has to slow down to allow them gap space to move in.
0: There's, there will be a gap. Really?
1: Yeah. Because someone
0: has to slow down. I don't think there's a highway with
1: cars like bumper to bumper moving at speed. Really? There is in the morning. <laughs> That's a scenario that happens all the time.
0: That's a totally different situation. I'm talking at highway speeds. It's not your responsibility to slow down. to. That is a highway percent.
1: speed. You're traveling on the highway. It's not your fault. There's a car right in front of you and a car right behind you. And there's five of you in a row.
0: If you're Sometimes, at highway speed, there shouldn't be cars that close to you. Not? Be a not? I think someone should buy Joe a dash cam and have it pointed, get him a couple. One pointed at him, one pointed at his speedometer so we can see this masterful feathering and uh another one pointing outside so we can see what's going on by the way for some reason my buddy josh is going against me creep is saying he agrees
1: with you josh always agrees with me because he's freaking smart and it's not correct everyone sets the cruise to different speeds what do you set your cruise at? What's your normal highway speed? First off,
0: well, I'm I'm getting a little bit no, more 40
1: nowadays. One seventeen. Prior to that, your highway speed was one fourteen. Wow, I'm surprised. Correct.
0: Yes, you're 100. High,
1: my highway speed is one twenty, even if there's a cop beside me. One twenty. I dare him to pull me over. But Josh is right. People are, the other day I, I again passed someone on the highway going ninety-eight in the slow lane. Abs yeah. Yeah, I had to put my brakes on.
0: Yeah. That that's that's right. You put the brake on and then your brake light just caused a speed bump that will reverberate miles down the road. I didn't have a choice. I couldn't switch lanes. I hear you. That person who's driving
1: too slow shouldn't be on the highway. But They're going the highway speed almost within two kilometers. Can't get mad at someone for going a hundred kilometers on the highway, even though no one really does it anymore.
0: Anyways, Sean is saying what I've always said, how the, you got to take the human thing out of it. And just have cars that are all going to speed. They're all talking to each other. They all know what speed to set at. And it all. And then what are you
1: going to live for? What do you have to live for then when you can't drive your own car?
0: (laughs) What do I have? Let's just do that for the highways. And then you can live your life out
1: on the side roads. On the side roads. Well, uh, not living on the farm. There's no side country. Holy roads.
0: shit. On my way home today, I didn't want to get on the highway because it's Friday and all the cottage dummies are coming up the, the highway clogging it. Cause they don't know any, any other roads to take. So I said, I'm going to take the side roads back. And I do a little uh, wheel and dangle to get over and going this way. And I have to go up that way. And it, somehow I got on a dirt road. I don't know how that existed. And then I got on what I thought is my common side road. And I'm like, okay, here's my road. I'm just going to keep plowing away at this. I'm listening to the radio, having a good time, listening to the music, you know, drumming on the steering wheel, driving and driving. And the scenery starting to get different and different, really hilly, really weird. I'm like, what? where the hell am I going? Because if you head in a certain direction, it starts to get really major elevations i turn turned on my navigation. I go, what am I? I'm going north. Right. And it says I'm going west. I've been traveling west for like four, <laughs> 40 minutes. <laughs> I like, oh, yes, that's going to be a while to get back.
1: That was a while. Where, ride. where was this? I was like after heading west. Your, I was no, but after you got your windshield done, you mean?
0: Yeah. After I from Newmarket heading back and then I kept going west. I was like almost to London. <laughs> yeah, but how'd you get confused because my the side road I was on start I don't know it somehow twisted towards the west and kept going that way I got mm-hmm. confused what number of side road I was on I thought I was on my normal side road but it was a different number anyways I got lost it was a nice ride though it was lovely
1: I actually miss living up in Newmarket well I was I was in the Whitchurch Stovall area more than Newmarket, but same thing. Really? Is this more
0: Joe history leaking out. Where no, when I moved
1: ad- in with when I moved in with my wife.
0: Where we in the just, WS were you living?
1: Uh just off of Bloomington. You know Bloomington?
0: No. Bloomies? Is that Bloomington what
1: you're it? Road. It's right off the highway, man. Did you it's say nice little, nice I live on Bloomies?
0: <laughs> <sighs> Thanks for starting the show with us, Jay. He's going to bed. It's late over there. Uh, so that's where uh, that's where Kevin and Sarah live. That's where yeah, that's where no, Joe that's started where his uh Well, you said uh, in the W slash S, so
1: yeah, I'm at the far, I was at the far north.
0: Anyways, I started this whole thing by talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I give it full recommendation. Gets my full applause. I bowed to the screen when it was done. Probably my favorite Tarantino film. And it's uh, old school storytelling. It, it, it is like, please take it. As if this is you in a theater with the doors closed, the lights off, no phone, no ability to leave. You just sit and watch it. You let the story come to you. Let the characters um, grow in front of you. Get involved with them. I can't say anything about what happens because I don't want to ruin it for anyone. But there's this tension through the whole movie because, you know... I, I I can't say because I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but paid off. Excellent. I loved it. I fully recommend it. Just sit and watch it. Don't look at your phone. Don't count the seconds between gags. Just it's an old timey movie, old time Hollywood storytelling. You're in a theater. The director has taken that benefit of the audience being stuck in a theater like Kubrick used to do. And he manipulates the audience that way. Cause you have nowhere to go. Let it happen. Turn off the phones.
1: What do you mean? Like you should do with every movie.
0: Well, you know, some movies you can, you know, let your mind wander a little bit. This just, I'm saying, please do this experiment. Like it's an old movie. Like you're locked in a theater with nowhere to go it's got your buddy Brad Pitt in it. So you'll like it. I was a little scared. I was a little scared immediately because one of the scenes with him and uh, Leo uh, DiCaprio was giving his lines and I could see Brad Pitt, like mouthing the lines while DiCaprio was talking. So I'm like, Oh boy, this is going to be bad. But uh, then it went, kept going. it was great. Loved it.
1: Hey, you want to see a hot chick who likes to, uh, Catch yep. catfish. Like real fish, real big catfish, the size of your body. You know how they do it with their hands. They go in the water and catch it with their hands. Oh, that's called noodling. Yeah. You got your phone? Go to Instagram. Just I've been following her for a while. We're on a podcast. Check out Hannah. Hannah Baron. Barron ninety six. I've gotten into these uh, hunting, following these these uh, hunters who like to hunt with bows and stuff like that. And uh, she's part of their group, but she does. Uh, she's from Alabama, likes to uh, hunt catfish with her hands. Oh, I for, I forgot
0: to tell the eBay story. I can't. I don't even know how to bring this
1: up. But, oh wait, Hannah, what Baron? B A R R O N ninety six. I think that, that means better, she was born. She was born in ninety six. Better be worth it. Well, you got to pull up her individual pictures, man. Anyway, I, I know you'd appreciate it.
0: Oh, it's because there's a dude on there. Joe no. likes the dude.
1: That's the one, man.
0: Hmm. That's the latest one. That reminds me, I'm watching this show on history called Alone, another one of these survival shows. Uh, it's been on for a while. They do different, different kind of themes every year. So I think... In the winter, they did "Alone the Beast," where they would uh, they would set they would set three people loose on uh, some survival situation with nothing, but three they people. would they would allow they would uh, kill one animal for them to start the start their survival thing on. So that's the beast, right? They're let loose. They're given not even a knife. And they have to find the animal that was killed and process it and all that without a knife. Uh, And so that was interesting. You know, they'd go and they make knives out of stones or there's a swamp one where there's like this reed that's so sharp. You could actually process out meat with a reed. And, uh, but it always kills me. These guys that tap out super early, even though they've went through the effort of auditioning for the survival show, doing survival videos and, This is my lifestyle, teaching survival skills and all that. The swamp one, there was one dude and he introduced himself. He's like, I grew up in the swamp. I make my living in the swamp. My whole life is swamp. I'm set for this. This is so good. And this is the one where they had no knife, right? And they had to like cut the thing with the, the reed and they didn't have a shelter the first night. That guy tapped out the next morning. He said, I, I didn't get no sleep last night. This swamp, it's the swamp, and kick your butt, man. It's nothing you can do. He's tapped out the morning in the morning. Anyways, so this, this season now is it's a million bucks if you can make it 100 days in uh, the Arctic. And I think there's like, I don't know, 10 players all dropped off and, you know, sectioned off in their own little areas. And this one dude, he was doing pretty good. He had a shelter built and everything. He had, he had uh food, he had caught animals to eat. This was maybe day three. He lost his, uh, his like Flint stick, you know, the magnesium steel yep. to start fires. This was, I think he lost it maybe around noon. He couldn't find it. Right. So he spent like a couple hours looking for it. And then he comes back and goes, he starts breaking down, crying. He's like, I'm going to have to quit. I can't find my, my, my fire steel. I'm done. I it's, There's no point. I can't. I'm like, you're on a survival show. And the thought of making fire is enough for you to quit. So he quit. He quit just because he didn't have his fire stick. He was, he didn't even attempt to make fire out of nothing himself. I know that's difficult. I know I'm not, I don't claim to be a survival instructor and all this it's just weird how some of these some of these guys tap out so early and it happens in every season on that show but i think i've heard it anecdotally that you know from the guy who knows a guy who tried out for it and it's like the producers will they make an effort not to pick like a, a brilliant survivalist right because it'd just be
1: because he they would just
0: yeah, so there's there's that I guess where they they're not getting the perfect survivalist. There there's uh, there's something in the mix there. Sarah asks about naked and afraid. I kind of watch that too, but it is, when the camera crew's there, it's uh, like I'm cognizant of the camera c- crew watching them, so kind of takes me out of it. This alone show is like the the Les Stroud survival survival survivor man where they have to do all their own camera work they're totally alone so because i don't get the naked thing too i don't i don't want to see their fly bitten butts in there
1: <laughs> they're not worth looking at anyway so
0: yeah uh, i did I'd rather, see, than, rather not see
1: them naked to be honest i with
0: did see some of their latest season and they are showing more butt crack than normal though so that's something
1: yeah, but it's ugly butt crack.
0: Well, they, they you know, they slim down by the ugly, end of it. From ugly people. Actually, I think they only have to go like two weeks this season or something. So you literally could go without any food, just endure for two weeks and you're good.
1: Don't they Anyways. all end up getting some sort of clothing made out of leaves or something?
0: Yeah, they They yeah, and they have their this burlap bag that holds their microphone and shit. And so that's always on them. Uh, I don't
1: know. I like the real stuff. Sounds like a waste of time. All right, brother. Speaking of time, that's it. That's it, eh? That's it.
0: Well, you Pop made her it. Up.
1: And because uh, I because I told you I needed a good night's sleep. Good thing it wasn't yesterday. I got to go play some. Uh, I'm tired. I had that whole ordeal today. Uh, whole ordeal of shopping at value village. It was exhausting. I understand. I get it.
0: Uh, I want to put out a programming happy. announcement too. <sighs>
1: yep.
0: Um, I was just going to shadow drop this, but uh, look for a father's day special episode on this uh on this stream if i complete it in time look for that folks so even though this will come out on friday there hopefully will be another episode on sunday of father's day special look for that all
1: right
0: uh thanks everybody for uh this episode of uh tuning in for this episode of stc pod this has been 283 on the Start to Continue YouTube channel, please hit the subscribe button. And while you're doing <laughs> that, go over to My Life and Collecting on the YouTube, because sure. he's got a big contest over there, and he's very personable, and uh, he just bought a vintage toy lot in huge font. Huge. Don't forget to subscribe to that. And uh, you can talk to me on Twitter, at pod, and Joe is at ACDecepticon. I wonder when that's going to change to at my life in collecting.
1: You can't change it. Can't you? No, you can't change your at name. You can change the name that people see. Okay.
0: Well, so when are you going to abandon the AC Decepticon? You can't, man. That's what people know me by. But there's nothing personal from you on there anyways. It's just a spam account. No. It's an info
1: account. <laughs> it's, it's an, an info, info account. <laughs> Excuse me. It's an entertainment account. I take uh, offense by that.
0: Oh man. Time right. just flew by. I had so much more to talk about too. We'll have to get to it next week. We got the eBay story. Um, I want to talk about Q dog's beard more. I got uh, kid pooping stories. So much to get to, but uh, Joe's tired. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us in the chat. Chris Roberts just popped in at the end. Good to see him. We'll hopefully uh, look for him at the vinyl show on this, on this, uh, on this channel. And is that it? Is that that all you got, Joe? Yeah. Anything to wrap up with? Yeah. Good night. Thanks everyone. Post it and post it.